welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700. Brett Ridge, Dave Crane Jr. with you as we are each week from 5 to 6 o'clock here on Tuesdays. As my chair just slid apart while I was trying to pull forward here, so we'll just uh, hope that before the end well, of this first break that it doesn't move anymore. Fortunately, you are not on the floor. No, it, it could happen soon. could happen soon. You, you appear to be shrinking. It's it's that we put the pad here. Which, I, by the way, I put this pad here. It's from another chair over here, offset, right? In, put this in this, September. No, it was last year. It was like I middle of the football season, 2015, that I needed a little boost. And this is Kenny's seat, and it has stayed on this chair. This I bet, I'm not even sure Kenny then. knew there was a pad there. He might not have, but I I improved his uh, his um, glutismus maximus situation. For the last year and a half, and he hasn't properly thanked me. Buns so, of steel, he buns has. Buns of steel, he does. Hawkeyes, big victory on Saturday, 28 to nothing over Illinois. And um, we'll uh, break that down, get you set for Iowa, Nebraska. As David said, my own personal hell week. As uh, <laughs> I live with a Cornhusker. And uh, fortunately, uh, or to unfortunately, last year it was great that the Hawks played, and I went to Grand Island after the Hawks played and won at Nebraska. And this year what's actually nice is what I was saying is that, that no matter what happens, the game is after I will have visited them on Thursday and come home. So I don't have to listen so to So you have to way. drive to Grand Island. We're actually doing Sioux City this year. But usually we go to Grand Island on one of the days, either either after. the. So if it's, if it's games in Lincoln, we go to Lincoln on Friday and Grand Island that evening and do Thanksgiving on Saturday, the other way around now because we go to Cedar Rapids after Iowa City. It's... It's really kind of interesting the way that works out. She's well, a Nebraska fan from Grand Island, an hour away from Lincoln, and I'm an Iowa fan from Cedar Rapids, a half hour away from Iowa City. The logistics on this are amazing. E-Harmony is ready to uh, they, make, make a... It exploded a, when we put it in. The, in the, it didn't work at all. They're like, no, whatever you do, don't do this, right? <laughs> but uh, actually, it's, inter- it's an interesting window into the world of the mentality of the Nebraska football fan, which is basically... That they they never, they never lose a football game that is not their own fault, which is interesting. Nobody ever beats them, okay? Nobody's ever better than them, and nobody ever beats them. Every game they have ever lost is solely and completely, the totally the fault of the coaching staff. And and I I I, I get on the Iowa coaches. Their their own coaching staff. Yes, nobody ever beats them. Well, I can assure you. That the game that I watched last year from the Hooters in Cancun, Mexico, yes, that the Hawks put a serious freaking beat down on them. Well, and, and, and it, it score, was, did, it score was, did not reflect how badly I would beat them in that game. Yes, glorious. But if you listen to them, they lost because Tommy Armstrong threw four interceptions. Okay, uh, all because he was under pressure and and his receivers were covered all day, and he was desperate to try to to get something done. But that aside, so is there uh, any you know, hope that Tommy Armstrong plays? Kenny Miller just said that that is not going to happen. So uh, Stephen M. Stephen a., Stephen M. Sipple, right? Sip, from, yeah. From Sip from Lincoln uh, Star Lincoln Journal, Star Journal tell, uh, tells him that uh, Armstrong's not going to play, and even if he does, he can't run. So here's the question: Marty's walking out. We're like, so if uh, Riker Fife starts because he's got a broken—is he a lefty or a righty? He's got a broken offhand. That okay? sounds like a personal question, and I and, do not know okay, the answer. Let's, let's just let's just assume he's got a hand. He's got not his throwing; it's a non-throwing hand, but it's broken and in a cast right now. So how in a team that plays almost exclusively shotgun? Well, to me that would be easier, wouldn't it? To catch the ball with a shotgun, you'd have to go under center. You'd have to. You could, I, I don't know. I mean, have, you, ever, you, have can, you actually ever received a ball under center in it, a game situation? It, but it would go into your right hand mostly. All the pressure goes into your. Regardless of which hand is broken, he would have to put the other one at the top. But the problem is, is that the bottom hand actually does. That's work. true. You're right. So maybe it would seem better, to me better. that being maybe in a shotgun better. is still seems like it would be pre- far pre- easier. Seems like far it would preclude easier. you from having success. I don't think there's any way you could go under center if you have a cast on your hand. I don't. I don't see how you could. I mean, you know, unless you're playing some game, but not football. It'll be interesting. So, oh, oh the doorbell the rang. Doorbell. Brett's got a text. Fifteen minutes till uh, meatloaf's done. <laughs> um, so I, I'll bet you that was his wife saying, "Really, the Huskers have never <laughs> lost a game on their own." I can tell you that during the Callahan years, they lost. Well, that, that, hundreds no, they, of games. no, they believe they lost it on their own. Nobody beat them. Nobody was ever better than them. Nobody, including ever the be- fact that they were—they have not had a top ten finish since two thousand and one. Then you explain to me how you get beat sixty-two to three and don't think that anyone was I, better I, than exactly. you. Exactly. Oh, 
bad coaching, poor play, a couple, couple of bad bounces, bad officials' I calls. I mean, when, when Iowa got handled 41-14, to 14, the entire locker room took the responsibility for that. And yeah. since that game, they've given up 400 yards of total offense against them. When they gave up 600 yards that night, at 198 the other day, and uh, 202 to Michigan. So that is 400 yards in just two games, in in two full games. It's pretty impressive. They pitch a shutout and had the odd statistic of no kickoffs by Illinois because Kirk kicked with the wind twice. Kirk, see, I remember uh, riverboat gambler now. I, I, oh boy, oh you know. Nelly, yeah. I remember him doing that at uh, Michigan State when the wind was blowing 40 miles an hour, and I think the final score of that game was like 42 to three against. Yeah. That was the one. Yeah, that was the day that Wasn't Bob Bulls was still around, right? I don't know. It was. I bad. believe he actually was interviewed on the radio and said, "Today we took a step backwards, and uh, we don't want to do that anymore." And that and that year, Iowa did take a step backwards. Uh, you know, ironically enough, uh, but they but they've moved forward. There's no question um, that it was a, a day when Kirk thought about the win this last Saturday, and it it looked hey, like it was really it, it worked yeah. out. Um, their punter their punter got so tired they had to use another one. Ten punts, ten punts for Illinois. I think Andrew put it on the on the Twitter or something, but it had punt, 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 interception, punt, downs, downs. Oh, downs. That's right. They turned it over on downs. I think, I believe their deepest penetration of the day was <laughs> what is this? Beavis and Butthead. I Knocking don't know. Was the thirty-seven, uh, the Iowa thirty-seven. So they got there. Would that have been um, sixty-nine yards from the goal line? <laughs> no, but it's sixty. Anyway, that now that would have been. Interesting. So, uh, LaShun Daniels, inexplicably, well, it's not inexplicably, and LaShun Daniels, after Acromodley goes for 170 yards against Michigan, LaShun Daniels starts and plays the majority of the game, but he goes for 159 yards, so Kirk was right. The guy had a big game, and and Wadley still had 80-some-odd yards on the ground. I I think Wadley averaged almost eight yards a carry, and he fumbled at the four. And as we all know, that is a good way to not get significant playing time. Not to say he didn't get back in the game. And he did, and he actually did fumble again. I thought he fumbled again. That was And uh, oh, Fal- Adrian Falconer yeah. fell on the ball. Yeah, Falconer. Falconer, yeah. whatever. I mean, is he a Falconer? Uh, from the Falkland Islands. No, no, I mean, a Falconer is Oh, like, is he a Falconer? Yeah, like the dude who sticks his arm, a war eagle. That sort of really, Falconer. Really, really bad Saturday Night Live skit, the Falconer. I can't Look recall. Really bad. Speaking of bad Saturday night skits, you should have seen the two of us at the original <laughs> Legends post Iowa game. We, we, we went long. We went wow. long, didn't we? It was it was long and arduous. <laughs> well, we watched Iowa State, which was interesting. No, Iowa State was on. Yeah, we, we, it was on in front of us, and we were going, oh, look, wow, interesting. Texas Tech is really Texas bad. Texas Tech's really, really bad. So we watched that in a number of other games, and it was a good long day. There's no question about it. Every once in a while, you need to take a full Saturday to full, full Saturday. Day. Yes. It was a full day. And into the evening and, and into the wee hours of the morning. So wee. so Friday, yeah. game's at 2.30. I know Trent will still be leaving at 5.30 in the morning. Willie, what time are we leaving? Well, I'm not going. Not for Black, I, Black Friday, no. No, not on Black Friday? No, no. What do you mean you're not going? You said you were going. I can't go. Why not? Because it, uh, it's a long story. When but, did this happen? Because I have in-laws. And those in-laws, not in-laws, I have brother-in-laws. I guess those are in-laws. They live in parking spot? Yes. Okay, they good. live in Kansas City. I have, I have two. You can bring a friend. Um, so I I won't be there. I haven't been to an Iowa-Nebraska game since I sat in the booth uh, the year that the Hawks blew the 17-point lead going into the fourth quarter. I'm speechless. Yeah, you could be over there. I could. Uh, that, so, what am I going to do? All right. Well, what do you mean? What are you going to do? You I have don't know. a wife. Uh, you have a yeah, son. I know the tailgating you, ch- options change. Right. We, there's a different you, scenario. You have parents actually uh, who have dogs. That Kahuna might be there. and his wife are going. Maybe they'll take that. Up there you go. Spot. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, so you're not going. That's too bad. Two thirty game. It ABC sucks. Kicks. It's good time. But, I know. mean, it is what it is. That's actually supposed to be decent weather. 50, 50, 40, 50's not bad. Uh, Hawks have the uh, have. The, by the way, Daniels did get uh, co Big Ten Player of the Week, and and also McCarron, special teams player. Special team player of the week was in, which is interesting. You know, oh the irony of him getting a punt return for a touchdown with as many times as as Desmond King has had a chance to do so this year. But McCarron making up for an earlier drop. I guess uh, I guess uh, you, young Mister Ferentz lit into the. Did you receivers. read that? Yeah. So so apparently in 
our friend George, uh, who was a little critical of Bobby Kennedy early in the year in terms of uh, receiver coaching, said and Bobby Kennedy kicked over a bench. And then Brian came over and asked if it well, was... Well, we have three drops in the first a, five throws? If it was a little too cold to be out here yeah. playing football. Well, and and uh, effectively questioned the manhood of the receivers. And now, there's another rumor I have been hearing. And I, there's no... There's a song called There's No Truth to the Rumor. I don't know. Is that a Rick Astley? I don't I, know. That, I, anyway... There is a song that sort of starts like that. Is Greg Davis's? Does he have two games left as the Hawkeye offensive coordinator? I think so. And then, I think he and then he retires. I think he Brian retires. comes in. We establish a new recruiting policy, which was something we'll talk about with Tom uh, after a bit. As uh, Iowa lost two more wide receiver commits this week. Do you realize that if Oliver problem. Martin says yes, all of that is forgotten? He's better than all of those oh, guys. Oh, he is. There's also a numbers game. You need to have a couple of guys. But I, I agree. I, I agree. Uh, uh, but we'll see. So I hope you're right because he's really good. Kid out of Iowa City West. Is his dad a car dealer? Would that mean he gets a free car? <laughs> I, don't, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think but that's But, yeah, true. so you're, you're right. Um, um, Brian Ferentz probably is the next choice for that, and Iowa fans will Well, probably, I don't think there's any question. I, I don't know how many Iowa fans are going to get real excited about that, other than to say that he might be the one guy in the world who would argue with his father about philosophy, if he feels like it. He well, would have a much better chance he, of saying, we need to do something different than this. I honestly don't think that Greg Davis has a philosophy. I think Kirk says... What do you think we should do this week? Run the football. Should we throw the ball? In the Run the football. I mean, you know, whatever. They, and against Illinois, that's the right thing to do. But you can't – I don't know how, whether it's smoke and mirrors or whatever, that Iowa has won the last two football games and has thrown for a total of 150 yards passing. Yeah, two games with less than, than 100 yards passing. At some point in time during the game, John Miller tweeted out, uh, there was a, a point in time where Iowa ran a reverse. We're up two touchdowns. We're, we're kind of nursing a two-touchdown lead there. Not, I mean, it never looked like it was in doubt, but and they ran a reverse, and they didn't even come close to getting a first down. He's like, why in the world would you run? And I'm like, here's what it is. Greg Davis Back two weeks ago in game planning for the Penn State game, thought to himself, I'm going to run this reverse in the third quarter against Illinois to set up a play that I'm going to run against Nebraska. You mark my words, there's going to be a fake reverse this week because they were setting up Nebraska this week because there's the only way that it was logical to run that play at that point in time. So, so this was a tendency play I'm just, I'm just, so yeah. that we could fake the jet, jet sweep yes. and then run the quarterback draw? Something like that. It, it, it was setting up Nebraska totally. It's like uh, like... Kyle Hendricks and Greg Maddox throwing pitches to say, and I threw a pitch to that guy so I could strike him out in July. In July, yes, I threw it in July so I could strike him out here in September. Yeah. I honestly am now, not. Maddox actually was serious about that. I'm too. not mm-hmm. certain that uh, Greg Davis is that forward thinking. No, I just I, I think that the, the the deal there really is that they have plays on paper that they're going to run, and it really doesn't matter what is happening in the game, where they are, what's going on, well, as I, to what they're going. They just have it scripted. They I'm don't have the, they don't have the whole game scripted, but I think that they certainly have the first. I'll I'll say drive, and I don't know how many plays you think that is. Is that ten plays? Is that twelve? Uh, is it fifteen, or is it just three and out? I think they've got. <laughs> I think they've got the first half completely scripted. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, no, yes. no, absolutely yes. not. Because they might have plays scripted based on field position, hmm? but they they don't they don't have they they don't have the entire first half scripted because. Okay, there never seems we're going to throw any... we're going to throw deep the first play of the second of the second series, and you get the ball, and you get it at the opponent's fourteen because you cause a turnover. Well, obviously there you run something else, but if it, if it's anywhere further out, yeah, I think they just do it. I think oh, I I'm think sorry, so. I I don't believe based there is no indication whatsoever that based on what is happening during the football game and what is working and what is not working that they change anything. Now, other than the oh, other day, I would oh, say, oh, I totally disagree. And, I, 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 and I'll give you two great examples, and they both happened against Illinois. Jordan Kanziri ran the ball how many times in a row? Like fifteen plays last year. Yeah. yeah, and. This year, they had a 12-play drive, and Daniels ran it 11 times. That was the, feed the beast. And that was the game plan from the beginning. It wasn't the game plan to run effectively the same play 
11 sure it was. Times. No, Absolutely it was. Oh it my was. god! The the best play you of the game. The best play of the game that they did that I'll give them credit for. The best play of the game was fourth and short. It was a wadley fumble. Right. Fake inside. Pitch it out to the corner. Nobody expected that. He's going that. 23 He's, yards right. for a touchdown. That, that was a great call. Until Illinois gets four hands on the yeah, football and rips I, it out. That and, was a great And I'm not going to blame Akron on I, that one. I'm just telling you, I think that Greg Davis does not. His flow to the game has very little to do with what's going on. It's got more to do with what he's got on his sheet to run. Oh, that's I, – I don't disagree. I think the problem is what, with what's on the sheet and the options by which he decides that that's what he's going to go to. I don't think it has anything to do with some magical script as if he's uh, pulling Pinocchio strings up there saying this is what we're going to do. If, right. if the receivers were able to make plays, you continue to throw the football. They didn't. If you had, a, if you had tight ends that could catch the ball, although Noah Fant made it. It was a big play. It was like third and nine made a big first down. Yeah, that was um, – yeah. So – my cousin's trying to tell me uh, that that the the reverse set up the fifty yarder by Daniels. I'm talking about a different play. Maybe it wasn't a straight re- reverse. It was a little bit of a, a sweep, but you know. So I don't. Remember I really what appreciate right the dozens of you who yeah. are listening. Could well, you I do. text or yes, tweet and at correct us, us, please? At it's Hawkeye good. Huddle yeah. and or at Hawkeye Huddle Two over yeah, there. Yeah, it's always it's always fun. So I wonder if Brett will take the Nebraska uh, placemat or not placemat welcome mat off his uh, porch this week, or is that the wager? You know, that should be the wager. We have, you know, she actually bought a flag that's like a Hy-Vee Heroes game flag that has oh, both. Oh, for God's sake. So we could fly House both. divided. Yeah. Man so, with no yeah. pants. Yes, exactly. It's not up yet, uh, by the way. <laughs> clearly. Uh, we're, hey, we're doing clearly, the huddle. Clearly. Clearly. Uh, Josie Jewell, finalist for the Butkus Award. King, not a finalist for the Thorpe Award. we got to get the break. Let's discuss... We'll let the, our audience discuss amongst themselves, yes. and we'll discuss when we come back. Perfect. Sound good? All right. We'll be back on 1700 and Mediacom. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG. Traffic update. Watch out for several trouble spots in the metro this afternoon. we got a few on the west side of town. One at Jordan Creek Parkway near Ashworth Road. Another one at 128th Street near Woodland Avenue. And we have another trouble spot on the west side of town on University in the eastbound lanes near 8035. Got a few on 235. One of them's going to be on 56th Street in the westbound lanes. The other one's going to be westbound on 235 near Polk Boulevard. The rest of the metro running accident-free. Have a safe ride home, and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Expect more showers off and on tonight with temperatures nearly steady, a low near 39. Early morning showers Wednesday giving way to mostly cloudy, cool conditions and a high near 45. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Get ShopVac's most powerful, feature-packed 14-gallon wet-dry vac now at an amazing low price of only 149 for a limited time only. Available only at Lowe's. If it doesn't say shop back, keep shopping. Make holiday dishes in a Nesco 18-quart red roaster oven from Mills Fleet Farm. On sale, $32.99. For baking or a sweet treat, Reese's and Hershey's chocolates. Two bags, $6. Treat your feathered friends with holiday birdseed cakes, $8.99. Get ready for ice fishing, the Lakes and Rivers two-person ice house, $99.99. And for a chance to win tickets to the Pro Football Championship, enter the DeWalt Ultimate Bucket List Experience at Mills Fleet Farm. Ways to make your holidays even more magical. One, bake cookies for the whole neighborhood. We're going to need more cooling racks. Or two, get the super versatile 2016 CRV at the Happy Honda Day sales event. The Honda CRV, a 2016KBB.com Best Buy. While qualified buyers can enjoy 0.9% APR. Hurry into your Honda dealer. See your local Central Iowa Honda dealer today or visit centraliowahondadealers.com. For more information, visit Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Co. Inc. See dealer for financing details. Well, when you're an athlete, professional, weekend warrior, college, high school, amateur athlete, when you're injured, first thing you think think about is when do I get back into the game? That question is answered in the affirmative with Dr. William Jacobson at Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine who brings a wealth of experience to his craft and his profession. Dr. Bill Jacobson, Dr. Jake at Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine in Clive. You can see their ad at sportspotlight.com, martyandmiller.com. Capital Orthopedic and Sports Medicine, Dr. William Jacobson. When you're injured, Dr. Jake gets you back into the game. 
Have you suffered a personal injury or been impaired by an auto accident? Are you unsure if you're entitled to workers' compensation? Hamilton Law Firm is one of the oldest family-owned law firms in Iowa, helping individuals and families across the state for 130 years. They may be able to help you. If you are too injured to meet with them, they can fly anywhere in Iowa to meet with you. Hamilton Law Firm in Clive, Storm Lake, and Sioux City. Contact Hamilton Law at 309-3536 or online at hamiltonlawfirmpc.com. Add some pizzazz to your life. Experience the thrilling excitement of Catfish Bend Casino. Now you have a thousand reasons to play every Sunday in October and November. Play your favorite slots during the week and you could be entered to win $1,000 in free play each Sunday. Drawings are held every Sunday at 6 p.m. Hurry in and you could win only at Catfish Bend Casino. Find your thrill. Come out and play at Catfish Bend Casino. Pizzazz. Many destinations. One amazing place. Well, it's amazing. We've long time at Marty Miller been fans of Sonny's Pizza Bistro, the pizza, the chicken, the Italian fare. And little did we know, we walked into a high V, and there's the Sonny's Pizza Bistro spaghetti sauce. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't buy enough as it jumps off the shelf. Sonny's Pizza Bistro. Great food and great spaghetti sauce. Sonny's Pizza Bistro, Northwest 6th Avenue, Sailorville Township. Asset Protection Agency and the Brighton Companies have now merged into one firm now known as Asset Pros. Whether it's auto, home, life, commercial insurance, and employee benefits, we have experts in every area to service your insurance needs. We see this as an enhancement for our customers. We still have the same West Des Moines location, the same phone number, 515-223-1600, and the same great people working together to serve your financial and insurance needs. Asset Pros has evolved into one of the premier financial and business resource consulting firms in Iowa. We view our work with you as a partnership in helping you in your insurance buying needs. Asset Pros, making sense of today's financial and insurance choices. 515-223-1600. Save big with year-end closeout and Black Friday savings at Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Up to $9,000 off select new bonus tag 2017 Silverado crew caps and $12,000 off select new heavy-duty 2016 Silverados. Bonus tag savings in effect all month long. 2016 Silverado double cab all-star 4x4. Closeout, $265 per month lease. Right now in Waukee, get up to 25% off select new Malibus and tracks. New 2017 cruise hatchback. Closeout, $225 per month lease. Schottenkirk Chevy's year-end closeout and Black Friday savings featuring 9,000 off select new 17 Silverado crew caps, 12,000 off select new 16 heavy duty Silverados, 25% off Malibus and tracks, Silverado double caps, 265 per month, cruise hatchbacks, 225 per month, the year end closeout event with Black Friday savings, Schottenkirk Chevrolet on the west end of Hickman, Waukee, Chevy, find new roads. All rebates to dealer must be bonus tagged in stock only, Chevy rebates 36 monthly, stack pay per year, truck 2500 to 25311 reset, car 1495 to 12,993 reset with approved credit expires 113016. Back in the Hawkeye. Hello, Brett Ridge. Dave Creighton Jr. with you. i got to sit up. I am my friend. Sit, sit on your uh, I, my, seat coat. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am shrinking. This really, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fat and bald as it is, let alone this, uh, this uh, my friend uh, Tim Wells, who I haven't seen for a long time. Lives up in Minneapolis area. He's well, stuck at least he can recognize you. He's stuck in a hotel room somewhere up there, and it's snowing, and... <laughs> Catches the Hawkeye huddle up in the uh, Minnesota, in the Minnesota I'm Netherlands. telling you, we have dozens of people who still wa- I know. watch and listen. Uh, all my friends checking in today, my cousin Jeff, you know, texting us and everything. Anyway, uh, a little Hawkeye basketball. Hawks now 3-1 and one after uh, Sunday's win over Texas Rio Grande Valley, but they lost uh, a tough one on Thursday night to Seton Hall. This was Seton Hall, what was it, 80? I got it down here. What was the final? Like 94 to 85 or something. Uh, 94-83. Yeah. 94-83, they did win 95-67 against Rio Grande Valley. Uh, Peter Jock is the Big Ten Player of the Week, which normally would be bigger news if it weren't a football week, but he had 30-27. Uh, and 27. Uh, Tyler Cook goes for 23-15. and 15. These two guys can score. Now, the question is, can either anybody else on that team stop anybody? Because Seton Hall shot 65.5% in the second half when Iowa had a two-point lead at halftime. I and, think they outscored the Hawks something like 45-20 to 20 in, the, in the paint. So if all you're getting is layups or dunks, you're going it's a to... a high percentage shot. You're going to make yeah. more than them. Uh, clearly, the primetime league defense is still in play. And, and I mean, 
I think the announcers even said, look, well, look at Jockey. He, he made a couple steals early in the game, but off the dribble. Uh, yeah, they were working really hard to make Iowa sound good. They were impressed with Iowa's scoring possibilities, I, as were, was everybody. I, but I you know what? I think everyone was impressed. That, with, that's great. But, with everything yeah. that Iowa was doing on the offensive end. Yeah. Um, in fact, the first half was extraordinarily fun. And... Uh, Tyler Cook had one he's, of the greatest dunks of all time in Iowa basketball. Wow. I mean, as far as I mean, you know, just a spin move. And this was no Jerry Wright cartwheel. No, this he didn't need to wind up. You know, and he he's a man. There's no question about it. The question is, can you bring out that manhood of the defensive end? And it's not so much about effort as it is rotation and figuring out where you're supposed so to be. I, right? So I read something today in preparation, which is probably the first time all year I've prepared. Doesn't for anything. happen very often. Um, that. How big a difference does not having Woodbury back there at center make? Yeah, it, it's so it's probably something you just it was hard to quantify and and notice, but yeah, I mean you, you know he he could block shots and he was really good at rotating. He was really good at getting into the right spot at least to make a guy alter a shot so somebody else could come from behind to help block or something like that. I think I think it's it's true and that's where we were talking here a second ago. The guy that they need to they need to find somebody aside from Cook to play that role, and it might be uh, Creener, uh, true freshman, um, and maybe a little bit of Isaiah Moss. Maybe they can do something with Dom Yule. Although Yule to me just how doesn't seem to be. How big is Isaiah Moss? I think he's only like six eight, six nine. Well, they showed a picture of the team coming off. He's cut time, though at a timeout last week, and outside of Bohannon, and probably Ellingson, it appears to me that everyone on that team is the same height. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, except for Creener. And the, and the, yeah. the hair notwithstanding. Yeah. Um, you got also uh, Ahmad Wagner, kind of the same build as well. Those are guys that could be doing some things and just aren't playing really oh, good defense. Poor yeah. Dale Jones hurt himself. Yeah, broke or, his hand. Broke his hand. Out eight eight to nine weeks. So uh, we'll see whether he gets back and what's going to happen. He's got Tony Romo syndrome. Yeah, Every time he's in cool. the game, he gets Well, hurt. I'll just tell you this. So the Hawks have uh, Virginia on Friday night, 6 o'clock. I thought, I thought they played uh, somebody before then. No. No, Virginia at 6 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. And then if they win Honestly, or no lose. Way. This is going to sound awful. I got the Iowa and Iowa State basketball schedule mixed up because they play Indiana State. Iowa State does. I don't even know you anymore. So ISU huh. versus ISU in whatever yeah. tournament Whenever they're in. They it, right. In Destin, Florida, which right. I think is the one the Hawks go to. Next year? Yeah. yeah. So where where are we this week? We're at the Emerald Coast Classic. Remember we did the yeah, promo right. with the guy, yeah. right? With some place we've never heard of, like with the be- happy, most beautiful beaches. Yeah, in the world. Happy Beach, uh, Florida, and up in the Panhandle area, something yeah, like there that. There you go. But um, uh, Virginia, six o'clock Friday, Providence or Virgin- Memphis, and Virginia obviously ranked number seven or number six. So they're good. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Providence and Memphis not I, ranked. Both I, teams not not too great. So they're they're beatable. Very I'll, beatable I, teams. I will tell you who's good. Well, besides Creighton. Um, Seton Hall's really, good. Seton Hall's good. Seton Hall won the Big East tournament, and they returned four of those five guys. I can't figure out why they're not ranked. They were very fast, they, they very physical, great shooters. Iowa has one, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven teams on the Iowa, the, uh, in, in the top 25 on the Iowa schedule left. And that's not counting you and I, who pretty pretty darn close to being ranked. Ohio State and Notre Dame, those are all not rated teams. Yeah, like 11 or 12 teams on this schedule could be ranked. We'll take a break. If they earn the tournament, they'll earn it. They will earn it. We'll be back. Talk to Tom Kaker of HawkeyeReport.com when we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle. 1700 KBGG brings you the Kansas City Chiefs each week. Sponsored by Ann Towing, Martinson's Used Cars, and Mediacom Careers. 1700 KBGG Traffic Update. Watch out for several trouble spots in the metro this afternoon. we got a few on the west side of town. One at Jordan Creek Parkway near Ashworth Road. Another one at 128th Street near Woodland Avenue. And we have another trouble spot on the west side of town on University in the eastbound lanes near 8035. Got a few on 235. One of them's going to be on 56th Street in the westbound lanes. The other one's going to be westbound on 235 near Polk Boulevard. The rest of the metro running accident free. Have a safe ride home. And that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. 
Expect more showers off and on tonight with temperatures nearly steady, a low near 39. Early morning showers Wednesday giving way to mostly cloudy cool conditions and a high near 45. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by American Express Open. Business cards from American Express can help cover the big purchases you need to make when you need to make them. Find out how American Express Open cards and services can help prepare you for growth at open.com. Do you see cracks in your foundation, brick, or drywall, or doors and windows that stick? These are all signs of serious settlement issues. Call Midwest Basement Systems for all things basementy. Basement waterproofing, basement structural repair, foundation settlement repair, and wall straightening and bracing too. Our engineered solutions will stabilize and lift your home back to level, putting you back on solid ground. Call Midwest Basement Systems today. Midwest Basement Systems got the fix call 289 Santa Claus only works one day a year, and us elves have to pick up the slack. So you know what? We've got a little early stocking stuffer for you. We're sneaking surprise points into your Shop Your Way account. You can redeem them on anything it's yours in Kmart. Gifts, decorations, even clothes. But hey, don't tell the boss, or he'll put us on reindeer duty. Dasher and Dancer aren't bad, but Prancer? Oh. Surprise points are valid for seven days. Amount of points awarded based on membership status and other factors. Ask to redeem your points at checkout. Exclusions apply. Go to ShopYourWay.com for details. The best time for a new fridge? Right now at the Home Depot. Get an LG stainless steel French door or Samsung black stainless steel French door fridge. Your choice, just $998. That saves you up to $800. These are the lowest prices of the year. Get Black Friday savings on an LG or Samsung French door fridge, just $998. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. While supplies last. See store for details. The first place to stop and the best place to shop is Kohl's Black Friday. Shop Black Friday deals online all week long at Kohl's.com. Get $24.99 toys, $7.99 after rebate kitchen electrics, $29.99 diamond and crystal earrings. And stores open Thursday at 6 p.m. Plus, only once a year, everyone gets $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. The first place to stop and the best place to shop is Kohl's Black Friday. Select styles. Hours may vary by location. See store Kohl's.com for details. $100 million in jury verdicts and settlements for serious injury victims, medical malpractice victims, and surviving family members of wrongful death victims. Trial Lawyers for Justice. This is a firm that does not handle frivolous lawsuits. They go after insurance company money, and they're darn good at it. They don't sell their clients out or settle cheaply. Trial Lawyers for Justice, the firm that goes the distance for you their client. They treat their clients the way you would want your own family members taken care of. Nicholas Rowley, Dominic Pachota, and the other trial lawyers in the firm at Trial Lawyers for Justice, dedicated to representing the people and their families in Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Illinois, California, Wyoming, and many other states. Trial Lawyers for Justice. $100 million in settlements and jury verdicts already in 2016. 888-811-0844. TL4J.com. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Centurion Stone of Iowa is proud to be the leading provider of stone veneer in Iowa. Centurion Stone has the look and feel of natural stone with the ability to create over 200 color and pattern combinations. If your upcoming home project involves the interior of your home, stop by the showroom at Centurion Stone of Iowa and see what they can do for you. Centurion Stone is located at 5525 Northeast 22nd Suite A in Des Moines. Their showroom hours are Monday through Friday from 8 until 5, Saturday from 8 until noon. Or visit centurionstoneofiowa.com. When it comes to outdoor repairs at your home or perhaps your business, turn to the professionals at Spec USA in Des Moines. Spec USA, where Matt Mauser's outstanding crews provide professional concrete work, conscientious, timely, and affordable. From parking lots to porches, from the decks to your front doors, turn to Spec USA. So if it's decorative or commercial concrete that you need, one name, Spec. See their showroom at 4100 Merle Hay Road in Des Moines. SpecUSA.com. As an independent agent, People's Insurance Agency can tailor a program that fits any situation. We offer all sorts of insurance programs, including hard-to-place risks, such as farms and ranches, hunting guides, and outfitters. We will provide you solid coverage 
personal service and save you money. For more information, please call 800-932-4801 or visit us online at peoples-insurance.com. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information. He can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Dave Creighton Jr. with you, Mediacom 22, all over the Midwest, apparently. Welcome to our friends in Illinois. 1700. Minnesota. The big talker here, AM. Lacrosse, Wisconsin. And around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com, all our Chilicothi, friends overseas. Missouri. Chillicothe? Chillicothe? Right? I wonder if we're in Sioux did, Falls. Did you, uh, I think, I think we are, aren't we? Oh. Uh, Marty's one has got all that stuff. I know we're I got up in Wisconsin. TV. What do you want me to tell you? Um. Did you talk to Kozlowski after the Michigan game? You know, you, I you did. Sh- he stopped by the tailgate and uh, congratulations. So it was a great game. I missed him, you know, because we. I think. Wait a minute. Did he come by before I got back or what? It's hard for me to say. <laughs> I, we were, we stood around and had it. We had a couple while I was standing there. You don't remember, but I don't remember him coming by after. I mean, he came I'm, by before the I'm game. Gonna, he was full full Michigan regalia, right? I'm, I'm gonna say it was after. Okay. He still had his hat. Well, Kozlowski still sponsors the Hawkeye Huddle. Kozlowski Collaborative Divorce, Kozlowski Law. So, yeah, appreciate that. And of course, Asset Pros. And uh, where are we in, in the midst of our insurance uh, in the midst. of issues? People I haven't talked to in many years are calling. Okay. Help? Yeah. Help? All right. That's 223-1601, correct? That'll work. All right. We'll do that one. And, of course, Templeton Rye. And uh, contrary to Marty's uh, preview, they, they we, we, only know, we only know so much, right? Peace. Right. Certain people have sold their their interest, but a, a uh, portion yeah. of their interest. Yes, but uh, but we also have Tom Kaker from Hawkeye Report, who joins us each and every week on the Hawkeye Huddle. This being our thirteenth season times thirty, that's almost four hundred shows. He's only missed two. Four hundred shows. I don't know. I'm that's just making that part bad. up. So, Tom, uh, what uh, might have been a, a day where we spent most of the time discussing uh, a wonderful, fairly. Um, I guess maybe the first half was a little frustrating, but I think everybody felt Iowa would win, and the second half went great, and the football team, uh, it was a fun Saturday, and here we are on Nebraska game week, and we're thinking about recruiting again today because, uh, which, you know, is good for you. A kid from Texas, uh, Gavin Holmes today, Bull Corrales the other day, um, saying that they want to look around. So, you and I went back for, back and forth a little bit the other day. The Corrales kid is still not completely off board. Is that correct? He may may still come back to the fold, but it, and the Holmes kid is completely out of it. Is this right? Yeah, it looks that way. Uh, that that he's out. I, I was. I'm hoping that you're not out on the ledge. I'm fine. I'm good. I I, I was with you the other day and saying at this point in time. I feel like, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Please I feel like Eno Benjamin, in uh, the way he's he uh, broke ties with Iowa, I feel like he's doing some negative recruiting, and yep. the the Iowa coaching staff simply didn't want him. They couldn't trust him anymore after he lied, bald face lied to him twice. So yeah, the policy probably caused the the no visit policy probably caused all of that. But then a dishonest kid was what they didn't want to have on the team, and now that kid is going out and telling other people uh, a lot of uh, you know iffy, iffy, giving a lot of iffy impressions about the Iowa coaching staff, and that's what Holmes said today. Yeah, I think uh, Eno has been actively recruiting against Iowa, or uh, since after he tried to beg his way back, and they just told him we got to move on. Sorry, and he's a little jilted. Uh, at this point, uh, I, I think is probably the fair word to describe it. Um, but, you know, uh, here's the thing that I come back to, and, and they're citing these, well, they're going after committed kids, and 
yeah, I understand you can look at it from kind of uh, 30,000 feet and say, well, that's hypocritical of you, Iowa, to do that when you say we can't uh, go on visits, but you're going to take a committed kid. But it's up to the kid. It's up to the kid. That's where this all comes down to. It's up to the prospect and their parents to decide how committed are you. And, um, you know, it, it, it just, that's the frustrating part because they're pretty honest about things. And, you know, when you cite, well, they're going after other kids who are committed, well, if you're citing that for, in, in the case of Eno Benjamin, they didn't recruit a running back until Eno Benjamin was gone, until they pulled his ride and he had to move on. So, um, you know, that's kind of the falsehood there. They weren't pursuing other committed guys until they had to do that because of what he did. And they're pretty upfront about the fact that they were recruiting another wide receiver who happens to play for Iowa City West. And now they're going to move on and they're going to be recruiting other guys and uh, offer some other guys that wide receiver now that Corrales has moved on. Uh, we'll see if he comes back in the fold, what happens there. But, um, Corrales and now uh, Gavin Holmes. And certainly you don't want to lose those guys. You've invested a lot of time, energy, effort uh, into getting those guys, and they're both really good players. But um, you got to find the right guys, and if those guys were looking to bail, they're probably going to get frustrated at some point at Iowa, too, and um, you find guys that, like Kirk Ferentz was kind of talking about today, you find guys that, that want to be here and uh, kind of see this as a destination and, and are willing to come in and and do the work, and then we'll see what happens over the course of the next four or five years with those guys and if they develop into contributing players. Well, there's no question that, that you know, kids today have a, a different mentality than they did 18 years ago when Kirk got here. Uh, they have a different mentality, I would say, even five years ago because of the nature of social media and the factor that that plays. What I find interesting is that, the kid from Iowa City West, who I watched play a bit last Friday, he's better than both those guys. And and if they can manage, convince him to stay home, uh, convince him that he will likely be on the field next year and play, barring injury, the next four years in front of his parents, nobody has to drive. I mean, they'll get there, but you know what I mean. At home, play for the Hawks, he would be a huge get. Yeah, you know what the conflict is, and, and I, I think I can boil it down for you guys. What what goes on here is Iowa just wants to. Uh, once you're committed, you're committed. Uh, I think what the what it boils down to is a lot of these kids who commit early, especially kids that are out of state. You know, it's easy for a Tristan Wirfs or a uh, Levi Dua or somebody like that, or Mark Kallenberger, to come over to Iowa City and go to games on a regular basis and be there all the time. Uh, it's harder for those kids in Texas. And I think they want to take some in-season visits to, uh, they want to be in Iowa City. They want to be part of that. They, they see all their friends doing that. And it's just more difficult. They've got one official visit. I think Iowa needs to reconsider their stance on kind of in-season visits and do, do a better job of getting guys on campus during the season for those uh, official visits. Uh, I think that's got to be a priority moving forward, and that's something Kirk's going to have to alter because guys want that game day experience. and But the, the flying ointment is those guys are down in Texas, so if they want to come to other games, they're going to have to come on their own dime. And that gets to be costly, plane tickets, long drives. Uh, you know, And the 11 a.m. games, it's tough to get to Iowa City. But So Kirk did say today, though, he doesn't anticipate changing. He, he said, I'll look at it, but... He was kind of given the old. Oh, oh, I think. I but think, he said that, Tom, didn't he? I yeah, he did. He, he did. He, he feels pretty comfortable with uh, the way they're doing things now. He did. I think the big thing that he could really do himself some good doing is is reassessing the NCs of it. Because I mean, he said he basically said they're a pain in the derriere uh, on a teleconference with uh, Big Ten media uh, about a month ago. So. Um, he, he used a different term than derriere, but uh, um, you know, pain in the butt, I think, is what he called it. But there's just, you know, it's, he's got to reconsider that, I think, and, and that would do him, himself a lot of good uh, long term with some of these kids. Well, and and I'm of the opinion we were talking earlier that Brian 
Ference can be the guy who who brings him down to this generation of kid and gets him to understand a little bit more uh, how how this needs to be and and how we need to make those kids feel when they're here. Clearly, the kids who were at the Iowa Michigan game and didn't you say there was like over sixty recruits there or something? Yeah, and, and you know guys like Josh Turner, Hankins, uh, two of the committed kids, defensive back, and you know I, I, I the other things in in the statement that Gavin Holmes put out today, and you know he was very praiseful, but he he uh, he launched into Iowa a little bit, and you know what I would say to him about well the, the concerns about the offense, the same same offense that they've been running. It's not like this is a, an appreciably different offense right now. And frankly, if I'm a wide receiver, I'm saying, holy cow, I, I see they're playing some true freshmen. They're starting a true freshman at corner. Uh, they're playing a true freshman uh, at wide receiver a little bit from time to time. There's a hell of an opportunity for me to come in and play right away, given what right, I've seen. So, right, right. Um, frankly, if you can get open, I, would I just help, think right? that the whole thing about all the offense isn't what I thought it would be. That's you you do that research before you make the commitment. Yeah, of course. Well, if you're confident in your ability to get open, then you should look at this Iowa offense right now and realize that, that the receivers need to create some, run some good routes, create some separation is going to help the quarterbacks a lot. And, and you've watched Iowa throw many times. I, I, I would be more impressed if they had uh, wide receivers who caught the ball on a regular well, basis. That, that would help, too. But clearly there's playing time to be had. No question. Uh, last thing on this, Tom, so what? where are we on Martin? Uh, uh, are we? Uh, I know it's wait and see at this point, but how are you feeling about that relationship and, and him staying home? Um. For every kind of rumbling I've heard, nothing solid, but just, you know, heard it, you know, uh, kind of the court art REO Speedwagon, heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend, heard it from another, you know, that he's going to Michigan. That's the rumor around, but nothing firm on that. Um, and he was at the Iowa Michigan game. He experienced that, uh, that setting and, and that, that, uh, what happened there. So we'll see. I I, I think um, they've still got a shot at him, um, but um, you know it's it's uh, up to Oliver now. His season's over, so I think uh, at least I hope we'll see his uh, recruitment come to a, a, a conclusion here fairly soon. All right. So Black Friday's coming. The black shirts uh, are coming to Kinnick Stadium. What do you think is going to happen there, considering? Nebraska's iffy quarterback situation. I think that's the that's the big wild card here. Is Tommy Armstrong going to play? Is uh, Fife going to play um, uh, with a, a, a cast on his a non throwing hand? Um, how's that going to impact things? If, if Tommy Armstrong does have a, a pretty uh, significant hamstring issue, how's that going to react with temperatures in the mid forties? Trying to run around in a a high impact game, um, you know. I and who, you know, are they going to go to their try and start their third string quarterback in this game? That to me, that's the wild card. Uh, it comes down to one thing, very simply: which team can run the ball and which team can stop the run, and that's your winner of this game. Well, there you go. I like it. It's simple. It's Vince Lombardi football. <laughs> Maybe a fast game on. Uh, on yeah. Friday afternoon. So we'll be hearing in heaven there's no beer by about 5.30, quarter six. Sounds good. Appreciate Perfect. It. That sounds good. Hey, Tom, we got to run. Appreciate you checking in this week, and we'll talk to you next week after uh, we wrap up the regular season with a big Hawkeye victory. Okay. Thanks, guys. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, we don't know about the quarterback, but I, I feel like that – Seems like it's going to bode. It's going to be a straight. This is going to be a very fast football game because there's going to be a lot of runs. Oh no! You know, want to know why this won't be? Why referee reviews? Oh, <laughs> they have become a major part of every every Cumbersome. football game. I kind of like the way the Big Ten does it with the little screen. The little there. screen, yeah. But I mean, I I don't know. Just. There's got to be a better way to do it. And I don't know what the way is because not every football game is done at a Big Ten stadium. I mean, can you imagine trying to do this in Laramie, Wyoming, where you get maybe if it's on TV, you maybe get three Mm. or four cameras instead of 12. 
You know, you don't have the spider camera going over the top of the field or any of that sort of stuff. It's just, uh, I don't know what the right term is, competitive disadvantage for, for I mean, the Sun Belt. Right. What are they getting? Right. You know, well, Troy, Arkansas State's got dozens of people watching. Dozens and of people watching. Well, there weren't a whole lot of people in the, at Illinois the other day either. But yeah, that no, crowd it, was it, pretty it, disappointing. Yeah, well, you know, it's a, it's that's a, that's a I game. don't care uh, atmosphere for a Big Ten football game. I want to see Lovey Smith at Illinois for as long as possible. Based on what I watched the other day, I love Anybody who is playing Iowa and has a fourth and two inside Iowa territory and punts when they have no appreciable offense, um, more power to him. I mean, it's the NFL mindset. It is, and he definitely had. I mean, he both he and Kirk ran draw plays on third and longer than fifteen to get more room to punt in the first half, both of them. And I, I'm like, okay, so I get it. You're just giving yourself more room to punt, but that's clearly just that's just an NFL right, we've mentality. Got two minutes. Do we only have two minutes? Where does the time go? Yeah, exactly. All right, last uh, since, uh, since uh, well, Temple Nerai, last call, brought to you by Temple Nerai. The good stuff. Uh, last regular season football, last call of the I, year. I have been going through my head on this game and when that line came out at two and a half Trent put it out there on Sunday that was the opening line it might even be up to three or more I think that the uh the biggest thing in this deal is this if this game was in Lincoln I think Nebraska be three-point favorite so effectively it's a pick'em game you get the points for for the home team I think I was I was got a real real shot here um I, I agree with what Kenny Miller was saying I think it's gonna be a very low scoring game I th- and, you know, I don't want to steal your thunder because I know where you're headed. I'm going to go with something stupid like 17-9. to 9. Nebraska, The of the Wisconsin game. Yeah. Nebraska's offensive woes, unless they tear the red shirt off the quarterback, if they're going to go in. They've had some good, good offensive they, games, but not a ton. They have not been a got great a minute. offense. They've not had a great offense. No, that's, you know, I, I think that the, the, certainly if they're playing a third stringer, um, un- unless Iowa just completely goes to sleep, I, I think Iowa was able to hold them to 10, 13 points, and they win this. I, th- I think if Iowa scores 21, they win for sure, and so we'll put it at that. Iowa wins at 21 to 17. I think it's closer than we you know, than we want it to be, but uh, in the end, Nebraska has a tough time. Uh, it's a, a win. A win's a win. Nebraska has a tough time moving the football on Saturday, and uh, Iowa gets out of there on senior day with a win. And they head to likely the Holiday Bowl in San Diego, California. Thanks to Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com checking in. Of course, Trent Condon back in the studio. For Dave Creighton Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on 1700 at Mediacom for the Hawkeye Huddle.